For the newly indoctrinated, Jim Butcher's The Dresden Files follows the story of a professional wizard in Chicago. We started our podcast as a way to help break down the series' most important moments, characters, and lore. This is McAnally's Dresden Files podcast by Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. Welcome to the McAnally's podcast brought to you by Free Flow Rambling. This is episode 7.1, Into the Woods. My name is Tanzan, and I'm joined by Maggie. Hello, hello. And Jess. Hello. Strength of a river in his shoulders is a Bigfoot who has a son, Erwin Pounder. When River learns that Erwin is being bullied at school, he worries about the boy's safety and hires Harry Dresden to investigate. Harry Dresden, wizard, babysitter. (laughs) (laughs) The fun thing before we get into this is that if you missed it from when we said it a couple weeks ago or uh, from our social media, now that we're doing a Bigfoot chapter... Uh, Jim Butcher and the people at Dynamite have announced a new uh, graphic novel, which is specifically about the Bigfoot family. Yay! It comes with all the tales we already know from them, plus they're going to put out more content. And that's coming February 2022, which is nice. a little bit after this episode will come out, but a lot before the next Bigfoot episode comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Erin's got to grow up a little bit. Well, yeah, I, I don't know what the new stories are going to be. If they're going to be falling into line after, or if they'll be more thrown to jumble of the universe. So potentially we'll be talking about it right away, depending on where we are in the timeline. Well, that's mm. tr- Oh my gosh. We could have a prequel. Yeah, that'll just mess everything up. It might ruin everything. It, it'll, oh my gosh. Same with there's a Toot Toot one coming out in May. <gasps> that could also ruin our timeline. Toot. See, this is why I prefer the chronological of... No. Release date. No. I'm just saying my own personal preference. I went back, I was doing. We're too late now. I know. No, that's fine. Somewhere in the last couple of years, I discovered Brandon Sanderson and his Stormlight archive and that. And so, yeah, so he's got like a couple different books, like in that world and whatever. So, yeah, so I was basically like, oh, well, where do I like make sure I start the first book and whatever and which ones are adjacent and which ones are. Right. And so, yeah, there are some again that come before, but I always tend to, my preference is to find the. Uh, publication like release date because kind of like with Warlocks, uh, Fistful of Warlocks, right? It's like technically that's chronologically the very first book in this er- your story because it happens way the heck back. But at the same time, I'm like, we don't really meet Lucio as a character until several books into the main series, right? So it's like you get more descriptors and more of a feel for her personality then, right? Then he sort of has to cram it into the first one. So but that's all. And I remember just it was like a whole thing trying to find. And there was like all these lists about like the order of the books for, for the Stormlight Archive. And like, whatever. I'm like, no, just when did they come out? Which one was released? So, so I know which characters are which and when they were. But yeah, it was funny. It was like a whole big thing. There was like all these different lists about how you could read it or what you should read it. Or it doesn't really matter how you read it. I'm like, damn it, give me something concrete. <laughs> but yeah. Anyways. So yes, that is very cool. That is very exciting. More Bigfoot coming. More Bigfoot. More Bigfoot. Yeah. So this one starts off, again, obviously, as we're doing it now, as we just discussed, between Full Moon and Grave Barrel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, you don't know, it, it doesn't really tell us exactly when between. We don't know if this is sort of, like, immediately. I mean, I guess it can't be immediate, immediate, because Ghoul Goblin sort of happened right after. That was within a few weeks. Ghoul of- Goblin is one year after. I made note of it, like when full I full moon. No, 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 no. Or after ghoul, 
Uh, Grief Peril is one year after full moon. Yes. 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 That's but, what I'm trying to say. So we're. Yeah. But Ghoul Goblin happened like a couple of weeks um, or whatever weeks. after yeah. full so this, moon. This has to and go this, between November and October of 2001 to 2002. But we also have to cut this into being the school year. So this is probably before the summer break. So this is probably between November and June. Yeah, that's true. He's not talking mm-hmm. about, like, slogging through mountains of snow or anything when he goes out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's probably. So, yeah, maybe we'll give him six and, months and or yeah. something after. And probably, like, yeah. And everyone's obviously already been in school for a couple of months, too, at this point. Right. Minimum, yeah. His mom has been walking him to school for two months, right? Plus yeah. however much time before that. So, yeah, I'd say we will put us... So the spring semester. Six months before Grave Peril, yeah. more or less. After, yeah, that's what I would say is roughly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but yeah, I love how he starts off this one. He's like, most of my clients are either desperate or smart. Rarely both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I know a lot of people like that too, Harry. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's, he's slightly suspicious about being asked to come out to the woods. So far, it's not really boating real well but whatever right it's quite the random request yeah and especially like if you're gonna make a deal with someone to go buy something off craigslist you're typically told to go to like a populated grocery store parking lot like the police precincts parking lot like you're not supposed to go meet someone in the middle of the woods to sign a deal and it doesn't even say where specifically just like woods wisconsin this is the other thing yeah he drives like six hours to like up into wisconsin I, like here, he's in another state. Here is the the route that he would have taken. Oh, I, nice! I, I I did a Google Maps search just so I was. It's <laughs> what was your end destination? Northern Woods, Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> I just put in Wisconsin, and, and it must be Northern Wisconsin because it takes from Chicago to Wisconsin and only takes about three hours. So so yeah, because he had to keep going up to find them woody wooded areas. Yeah. Well, which and he's driving the Blue Beetle. So say, it wasn't just the. <laughs> drive time it was the drive time in the blue beetle <laughs> that took six hours <laughs> yeah. fair fair that's another thing i want to throw out here is that um this bigfoot story didn't come out until 2012 where really? i thought it was 2015 that's when i had it originally published june 30th of uh, the big big 2015 brief cases was 2015 oh, maybe that's what i was looking big at bigfoot story was 2012 gotcha okay so because it was published in other authors anthologies right yeah so that gotcha. one was 2012. yeah i must have looked at the so it was Grave Peril and Full Moon were both, and Stormfront, as we've said, all three books uh, were all written um, within the first two years of each other, right? Like, he'd already finished Full Moon and almost Grave Peril by the fi- time he find a, found a publisher, publisher for, for Stormfront. Stormfront. So, oh, wow. okay. I can really tell, having read both Bigfoot and Grave Peril within, you know, the same mm. week, that, like, he clearly, even to throw himself back into this world, went and reread the beginning of his own books, because, like, some of the language he uses seems like he just, like, copy and pasted from his original books and, like, pasted it in. He's like, how did I used to introduce this guy before, like, I had to throw in all this other information? And he's like, all right, copy-paste. Oh, yeah, this is how I used to call the Blue Beetle. All right, copy-paste. And then he just, like, changed it a little bit. Like, it totally <laughs> seems like that. Cause Maybe. That's fair. The I didn't intro really to about- Bigfoot and the intro to Grave Peril are so similar. There, yeah, there are definitely some... Which I don't think you'd pick up on if you're not reading them one right after the other, but if you are, it really seemed like he just kind of copy and pasted chapter one yeah. and posted it into this, and he's like, how did I just to introduce this guy? <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair, because you're right. There does a lot changes in between as Harry's yep. character progresses and grows. 
or doesn't in some cases. And <laughs> but yeah, exactly right. Like what he's been through exactly is gonna. Yeah, I think it's it like was... oh wait, I can't mention that. Yeah, that exactly. hasn't happened yet. <laughs> you know, so that would not have been an influence yet. But yeah, that's yeah. kind of cool. That is. Um, <laughs> although this this hasn't really changed with Harry. He's like. Um, so, the smart people and stuff. He's like, engage my services, preferably with cash, and I do the job, and everyone's happy. <laughs> Still, like, cash is what is that phrase? Cash is king. Cash is king. Although, just recently, going back into a uh, critical role in that, cash is an angry little man. He's really funny. <laughs> Love that guy. <laughs> I'm not um, sure. I don't know if that'd be good or bad if Cash was king. <laughs> Everyone would be, be dead, but they'd be having fun doing it. <laughs> There's uh. a- so yeah, so Harry decides to go to the nearest woods. And here in Canada, for us, like the nearest woods is like, we can walk to any kind of park. Like pretty much every park in Alberta has somewhat of woods. And a if you want to get really, really a technical... It's not hard to leave the city and find real, real woods, right? Unless you're in Saskatchewan. Uh, sure. If you're in but Saskatchewan, But even they no. have trees somewhere. But, e- but having spent a big chunk of the Saskatchewan summer, Saskatchewan is about the only part of Canada that does not have There's woods There's a everywhere. reason that stereotype exists, let me tell you, people. Um, we don't live in Saskatchewan. We have trees. We have forests. We do. And everywhere even, else. I would even like to point out... Six months ago, he went to Wolf Lake Park. I know, right? You didn't have to. So, I mean, I guess you're accommodating your client. I guess your client was like, hey, I'm in Wisconsin. Maybe specific type of woods. I have to have birch trees there. (laughs) I'm sure it was really more just like even like our inner city woods doesn't count. Like it has to be dense, thick. Yeah, but like you say. But it's still, I just like, my first thought wouldn't be to like cross. Although three states. State lines, (laughs) like to go to the nearest woods, like. I was going to say, you know, I'm like, yeah, we can just drive a bit out of town. But I guess in all fairness, we can drive for six hours and not leave Alberta. I do forget that sometimes too, that like we encompass a lot of space within there. We're not broken down as small as some, and, and Illinois and and Michigan and Wisconsin and all those in around there are. It's one road that cuts through. Yeah. But still. But I mean, yeah, like, like, I don't even know for sure. I know it's like Calgary to Fort Mac can be in around like a 10 hour drive if you make, and that's not even the southernmost part of Alberta to the northernmost, you know, yeah. I'm like it's, it's fairly southern to fairly northern, but you know, like you say, that's a good 10 hours of driving. and you Not much about- reason to go more north or more south. <laughs> no, and probably not if you really want trees. But anyways, point being is that, yeah, it's just, it was, it was funny that I'm like, you would think exactly that he seeks out the dude in Chicago and then is like, yeah, come meet me a couple of states oh. over in the middle of nowhere. And he doesn't even really know who he is because apparently he hasn't even really gotten his name until they introduce. And we know that, like, as we read this, this is obviously a short story about Bigfoot. Yeah. And Harry's like, how did you contact me? And he's like, oh, the people at the reservation called you for me. Like, yeah. whatever. And the thing is, is like, so people three states over pulled up the Chicago Yellow Pages and were like, look, wizard, let's call this guy. Like, <laughs> he's not on Google. Yeah, right. Like, he's not, it's not like the Yellow Pages updates well, for every city in the world. And I was going to say, this is still semi-early on. So, like, Harry doesn't have, like, a huge name for himself yet. Yeah. You know, like, he's becoming So more how is he in the more... Wisconsin Yellow Pages? <laughs> <laughs> well, Who he said there? 2012. I mean, I guess we got internet. 
Yeah, but Harry's not on the internet, and this is set in 2002. Okay, but the yellow pages are. So if Harry's still doing his ad of the yellow pages... Oh, they would have put him on the internet. They, All right. right? Like, or other people that have used Harry's services might, I don't know exactly. <laughs> people are leaving Yelp reviews. Somewhere. Yeah, That's exactly. Mean. He can't even double check his own videos. He's <laughs> like, like, you guys say anything about this guy. Yeah. He has no clue. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Oh dear. Yeah. Uh, Point is, is that like I, 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 just find it funny. And again, like if you're desperate enough, and also people who run in certain circles will hear like some guy's advertising is a wizard. I'm sure everyone who's running in the circles is gonna know about that, right? You go to enough yeah. Macanelli's pubs, you're all gonna hear about this guy who's full on like in the, the yellow pages, deal, right? Yeah. But again, it, this is still so early on where it's like y- in the books you really get a clear picture of when Harry finds himself on the scene. Not in just a, yeah, I'm a part of the magical crowd the same way anyone is a part of the magical crowd, but when people, there's that shift between people not just, like, kind of knowing about him and, but like, actually he, being afraid of when him. When he goes from being, like, an internet celebrity to, like, a global celebrity uh, totally, kind of a like, thing, right? Like, like, his name eventually gets power and people know yeah, who the fuck this is. Legit and becomes, like, like, a household name. Yeah. And we're not there yet, so it's very funny that, yeah, like, some guy in Wisconsin was like, hey, there's a wizard in Chicago, should we call him? <laughs> I remember Shoulder's like, yes. Even <laughs> if his wife was the one or his, yeah. his the mother of his child was the one who was like yeah. hey there's this guy like she doesn't have connections to the supernatural so she wasn't the one yes who would have heard about the circles either she could have don't it up. know at this point i mean but i know she got with bigfoot that maybe she's done a little we don't more. know but i know yeah <laughs> okay she doesn't have any connection to jess the is su- king i know everything and she doesn't have connections to the supernatural other than her son and father of her child yeah she's not into the scene she doesn't okay know which is people. fair she hasn't gone into any of that but I just partially wonder with that too of so what was said in this phone call? Because you're already talking about like the weird people and the desperate people, you know, where Meet me in like, the woods, there'll be money. Like, yeah, <laughs> where he's like he's like, you know, sometimes they like they want me to guess what their problem is, in which case their problem is they're idiots. <laughs> you know, but I was like, exactly. So I'm like, so you're already stating that, okay, this is unconventional, so he's asked to meet you in the woods. You're not meeting in any any kind of what you could call local woods. Um, you haven't officially gotten Buddy's name. We don't even know that you've gotten any kind of name or not. I don't know. So Look like, for a what, Frank in the woods would be more. What, and then- what what did this? What did Buddy do when he called him up? Like, hey, I've got a friend of a friend that wants to meet you in the woods about a problem I'm not sure of. It would make even that more cool? sense if there was like a sticky note left on his door, and it's like meet <laughs> right. me in the woods in Wisconsin. Well, and I wonder about this sometimes too. I'm like, was it through like his his answering service? Because I don't know if we I can't remember for sure if we've established it. I think in. in Someone called his secretary. I think in Stormfront he calls it. But yeah, he doesn't because, you know, he can't have an answering machine himself. He has, like, an answering service to take his messages and stuff, right? But it was like, yeah. But I'm like, even still, I'm like, you couldn't call anybody back that you got. Like, you're kind of like, this is weird, but I'm still just going to go ahead and do it. Like, again, I get this is still early. You don't want to turn down a job. But like, come on, Harry. This is... What did you say about you're not usually a moron? (laughs) We do know that he will accept pretty much any job because he's super broke. But I'd like it even better if, like, we knew Harry had a secretary and he comes in She's like, hey, you got a job. You got to go to Wisconsin. He's like, all right, who's the person? I don't know. Well, how much the job is worth? I don't know. What's the actual job? I don't know. So <laughs> Where is going, it? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like, if you even find her, yeah, you just have like some <laughs> shitty secretary. He's like, I don't know, Wisconsin. That would make more sense then. It's just someone took a bad message. But for this one, Harry's the one who took the message. And yeah, he didn't ask any other Presumably, questions. Presumably. Yeah, exactly. No, I, do. Yeah. I just, I find that funny. And I yeah. mean, again, 
for you know, every time it could just be it's called a plot hook. Exactly, know everything. (laughs) Exactly, it could just be leaving out some of the irrelevant details. Like, really, he did know a bit more of this. It's funny uh, too because like you're not supposed to like that's like author 101. Like, show don't tell. Don't tell them what happened on the phone call. Like, actually have the people like be on the phone call or go to the job and see what the job was about. You know? Yeah. Don't always just. But then we sit here and we're like, why the fuck wouldn't you tell us what was on that phone call? (laughs) No sense, bitch. Even sometimes you wrap that up, you'd be like, I got minimal information on the phone, so it made me want to go, but I, like, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, moving on from this. But yeah, so he gets out there, he hikes, and like, again, right, we don't know, and again, it's not like Harry can use a GPS to find, so I'm not really sure how he finds this designated spot in, or if He just hikes into the woods. Supernatural just know. They just know. And maybe that's all it is, right? Maybe they're just like, hey, go out to this park, we'll find you, kind of a thing, or whatever, Walk through the woods until you feel comfortable. Yeah, but he hikes, like he says, a couple of miles in, or whatever, um, blasts himself a little camp I, I like I'm like man can I bring you on my next cup camp because this is yeah, like so much, so much easier. easier yeah he doesn't have to like clear it. he just like blast it. Yeah, it's yeah like man that is the easiest clearing of like anyone debris. can walk into the woods and just light shit on fire yeah <laughs> and apparently people were doing that in BC and getting arrested while there was like massive forest fires so but yeah I love that yeah he just like blasts himself a little crater so it's all just like it been worse like, could have been a baby reveal party so. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I would so bring here you one of those the awkward can you just <laughs> girl you know they burnt down like all of like california right oh for the the yeah maybe reveal sorry i was don't bring harry no but okay maybe she like a less flammable mm-hmm. anyways um i just meant it'd be so funny just to see him in general one of those so, so harry makes a campfire makes campfire and he's met by and okay so wait so i get so he's he he goes and he like crouches down there for a while to, and you're like, oh, okay, I get it. He doesn't really know what he's walking into, so he kind of moves out of the shadows, sees what's showing up, you know, tries to give himself a bit of advantage. And he's like, so, you know, like, you have to be patient. So, you know, I wasn't too worried after the first hour. And I'm like, oh my God. And then he's like, after two, and I was like, what? Like, okay, so again, later on, as Harry gets busier and finds himself in more and more. Uh, compromising situations. He mentions actively, he does a little bit more to sort of work out, stay in shape, be ready to run away and stuff like that. Hasn't really gotten into a lot of that in the first couple books. Now we know he's kind of a tall, lanky guy. Okay, fair enough. But still, I'm not squatting any, I'm lucky if I can squat for like 15 minutes and not be like dying. And I'm just like a middle-aged mother. Like, I'm like, dude, like I get, okay, Harry's still in his 20s here. We're like, 26-ish, 27-ish, something like that. But still, I'm like two hours to like you not move. drove for six hours. You drove you for, hiked like, for you, two hours. Well, I was going to say, that might have stretched out your legs a little bit, at least from the drive. But still. But still yeah. Drive for six hours, hike for two hours, squat for two hours. We don't know it's two hours. Yeah, he said he hiked in for about two hours. I thought he said a couple miles. miles. Maybe it was just two miles. I think it's a couple miles. Yes. Because he said he runs back out to the car and there's no yes, way he yes, spent sorry, four hours. Yeah. yeah. So, but still, right? I mean, still a couple miles of hiking and mm-hmm. then just squat. Yeah. Just crouch in the bushes. Yeah, no. Yeah, so This is a long Dude, day. You're insane. This Ugh. this is to me where you pull out some of your magic shit and be like, I cast a spell on my joints. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? I'm like, I cast there. a projection of me squatting and then I went and like... <laughs> <laughs> Magical <laughs> hammock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See that? Oh, see, that would have been so much more brilliant. He should have just projected himself sitting at the campfire and totally hopped into like a hammock or something mm-hmm. a few feet back that would have been brilliant <laughs> 
But yeah, but yeah, I just don't get that. I'm like, dude, you're insane. I understand what you're saying about, you know, investigators need to be paid. But I'm like, dude, you're just fucking crazy, Harry. <laughs> like, right. Investigators still, like, sit in their cop car and, like, have donuts. I know. <laughs> right. So yeah, so then Buddy finally shows up and he's like, holy he crap. He shook. But then it's funny because then he talks about getting up out of this crap. And he's like, it's really hard to try and stretch out your muscles after, like, two hours of not moving while still being prepared to, like, run away. I'm like, so many flaws with your plan, Harry. Exactly. <laughs> what if this thing had come, but like, snarling fair, out of the forest to eat you? You would have fallen over with pins and needles. How <laughs> often has we said that Harry's all about, like, this whole image? Like, he's like, wizards have got to be cool, cool calm, 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 whatever. So it's like, if I die, I die. At least I had the whole image going for me up until that point. <laughs> Some of the things really that he's hung cool up on are so Hiding dumb. in the shadow. I know, but it's just, like, so funny. I was like, this is, yeah, not... Not uh, definitely suspension of disbelief, like, and even this, later this on in the books factual. too, when Harry's like, "I should have bowed right now," but fuck lowering my head to them. <laughs> right? It's like you cared at one point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like I've learned now. So yeah, yeah so literally, yeah, he's like, uh, and he's like, yeah, 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 and I love you, and yeah, yeah, Bigfoot, big fan. <laughs> a big fan. Did you say I'm a big fan, Mister Bigfoot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, he's just derp right? Just every little American boy's dream. Go meet Bigfoot. Right. So I don't know specifically between Bigfoot and Sasquatch, because we use the two terms pretty interchangeably here. So I'm not sure if those are both like where sort of the origin of Sasquatch. I know Yowie, I'm pretty sure, is like an Australian term for their version and like Yetis we know come from like the mountains, the like cold the Himalayas ones. and stuff like that. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> but I was just like, oh, I was like, I don't know exactly where, you know. But anyways, but yeah, on that. Um, yeah, so I like here. So he introduces himself as uh, strength of a river in his shoulders of the three stars forest people. And then Harry immediately goes, hey, river shoulders. Now, I had again assumed at some point that, you know, he's like, you can call me or... Maybe this was the name given on the phone message. Maybe he had that much, and this is just Bigfoot sort of properly introducing himself. I don't know. But I was just like, he just randomly designates to call him, like, River Shoulders? Yeah, it's <laughs> like, rude. Yeah, I was like, uh, most people are like, can I call you Maggie? Or can I, you know what I mean? Like, if you've given a full name or something like that, it's either you're like, but... You know, Princess Angelina Contessa Francesca Banana Banana Popesca the Third. But you can call me Dot. I think I might have missed one in there. Sorry, but um, yeah. So I just found that kind of funny that he wasn't like, like he just Harry meets this Bigfoot for the first time. He's like physically very imposing and impressive. You worry about getting limbs torn off, and then you're like, okay, hi, how are you? I'm Harry, and you're like, I'm just gonna call you River Shoulders. Like, but whatever. Yeah, he, um, he does throw Dresden a retainer of a golf ball-sized nugget of gold. Yes. Which is just mind-boggling in itself how much money that actually in current Yeah, days. I had issues with this, too. Because um, I, I, okay, okay. I, I did a little bit of calculation. Okay, what did you come up with? And now, for sake of argument, the physical size of the ball is going to be about four to five troy ounces. So a troy ounce... And, and at least silver. You went a lot more technical than I did. Is um, like she, a, about an inch. She, in she's, she's making diagrams with her fingers. I people. am. <laughs> it's, an, it's about an, an inch and like a, an eighth. So is this an like inch. a three D dimensional weight? Yeah. Yeah. Is what? Okay. 
So I, 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 I've seen a try ounce before, for, and, and it's, it looks to me to be about four or five of those. And that's underestimating, as far as I'm concerned, if it's the size of a golf ball. Yeah. Because that's more, much more round and mm-hmm. filling in, so I'm using rectangular shapes to yeah. equate it. But I, just, I said no math on this podcast. <laughs> and every episode, it comes back to that. So, <laughs> one, one ounce of gold in Canada in current Canadian dollars is $2,307. So four to five troy ounces. He paid him over $10,000 for a retainer. Is that how much a golf ball of gold is? Okay, so see... It's I, probably more than that. I need gold, I, Yeah, <laughs> I came up with a little bit different wild. on this. So, first of all, I'm going to go back to the math thing. No, no, uh, no. Yeah, it's hilarious. So, my dad was, like, a math, physics, chemistry teacher, and he had a little, like, poster or something in his lab, and I remember it was like, what am I ever going to use math for outside of school? Or, and then it was just, like, like every fucking professional. Like, it was just all these things, you know? It was like, which you really don't think... I mean, even being, like, a cashier... Like, cashier at, at McDonald's or something, right? I'm like, technically... I mean, yes, okay, your cash registers do a lot for you, but it was just... It was so funny, because it was, like, all of these things that just, you know... And I'm like, oh, yeah, it sucks. I hate you, because I hate math, too. But anyways... You can't get away from it, unfortunately. Was Harry Dresden Podcaster on that list? It was not, Aww. because the books weren't out then, because this was in, like, Sounds like a shitty poster. Right? <laughs> yeah. But your calculations. But my calculations. So I did not go into as much research as that, because exactly. I'm like, it doesn't matter what the density weight of an actual golf ball is, because gold is much heavier and much more solid. Um, so I was like, I didn't bother trying to do. I just looked up if anybody had found like a golf ball size nugget. So back in around, I forget. Okay, so in like 2018. So now this was more of a nugget that you see. Um, like not like fully spherical and round, but just okay, sort of like the width of. So um, it was found in like Scotland or something like that. It was estimated at around $60,000. I think you asked that would be. It was estimated at around $60,000. And But again, like I say, it was not... Um, spherical. Spherical like that. It was more of a flatter piece that was just kind of a big... So a big chunk. Um, so I looked up. There is actually one that was found. Now, this was like as of 2014. So a little bit close. This has been a couple of years after Harry's payment here. But it is described as a... Go- and it is a much more solid piece of like a big chunk Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 1.5 million right so yeah so anywhere between 6,000 10,000 or 1 point so I'm like First of all, this should have solved Harry's life for a this while. Is what, this is my point. What the fuck did so you do like, with that? First of all, everybody on like every iteration of Gold Rush would be so jealous because my boyfriend watches a lot of these. We watch Gold Rush and we watch like Bering Sea Gold and we watch the Australian wine. I didn't realize how I thought gold was like five hundred bucks for like you know a piece of gold. Like this is not. It's like, it's, literally, it's two thousand dollars an ounce to get a piece of like a coin that's the size of your pinky. A coin. I motherfucking gold. Yes, this is why. <laughs> yeah. And if you watch these shows, you'll learn a little bit more about where and where not to go. And it really is kind of interesting about how they mine yeah, here the in like the, the Yukon and Alaska. <laughs> and out in Australia. Very different methods. But anyways, yeah. So this is the thing. Exactly. So you hear them talking. You like you see them sprinkle out like these little shavings of gold. And all of a sudden, they're like 
$50,000 and you're like, what the ever love? Just thinking every time I've ever had, what's that, uh, vodka that has like gold flakes in it and stuff like that. I gotta start collecting that shit. (laughs) Right? Yeah, yeah. Start collecting all of it. But anyway. 18th birthday, I got like a chocolate bar covered in gold dust. I should have been scraping that off. (laughs) Right? But yeah, but this is my, I'm like, this should have been like at least, like say if we go down the lower end of the scale, say somewhere around the sixty ten thousand dollars $10,000, I'm like, that easily should be like a year's worth of expenses for right. Harry, especially the way he lives. Like we know he's not going to jump out and run, buy a mansion for himself. So you're going to stay in your little basement boarding house, right? But again, just some yeah. magical gear. I just could just see him meals. just like, this is- throwing it down in the basement and forgetting about it. This yeah, is possible Polly, yeah. because we don't he really. He emptied his pockets in the basement one time and then, uh, spoilers, hurt. but his house has been burned down eight times since then. He's like, where did I put that gold nugget? <laughs> <laughs> Which really, that, oh, I mean, guess, I don't know if your house would burn hot enough to melt so it much. He put you it down still. on his coffee table and Mr. Like, bounced it off is somewhere. Is this like his retirement <laughs> fund or something somewhere? He's like, I'm just going to put this aside as it is. Cause when things get really bad and things are beginning worse and worse and worse. And he's like, <laughs> but is not this, yet. Is it going to get worse or is this it? <laughs> is this now? Do I, do I spend this seventh level? Yeah. little spell slot now or am I going to need it in two more moves? As we say here too is this uh, moment goes on when you know Bigfoot he gives him the piece of gold and he's like my son is being bullied or no he's he like there's an know. issue with my son I want you to solve it here's the money for it and Harry clearly having much better understanding of gold than I do because I would think I'd be handed like $500 and Harry's like oh you just handed me like 50000 gives one of the nuggets back well he just yeah. refuses or to he get he says there'll be another yeah. one yeah. when the job yeah. is done yeah but he only well, takes one for payment right yeah. which even beforehand I'd be like Harry like he decides in the moment whether or not someone is good and bad like Harry like in this moment yeah. and I can understand now that I, I hear about gold because originally <laughs> I thought it was like a $500 you know Retainment like or Harry, something like that. I'm like, yeah, take a thousand. Right now, I understand it's a little bit bigger than that. There's times when Harry works with people, and he's like, "Yeah, like Marcone, you gotta pay me like eight billion dollars a minute if you want me to do something for you." Yeah. But other guys is like, ah, "I'll do it for like a burger at Max." Yeah. <laughs> and, and, like, I, and I get that too. Like you say, sometimes like when it's like, um, uh, y- y- you know, the like the single mom down the street or something like that. Like even fine if we, well, we go into no. like Helena Pound or something mm-hmm. that fine. <clears throat> She's got a regular, I mean, some archaeologists I think do fine. I'm guessing it's probably not always a multi-million dollar industry for every, right? If she was just paying him, I could be him like, oh, you know, that's enough, whatever. But it's like, obviously he's like, here, we know all the best spots before you pale white faces even got here. And there's more when you're done. Like he can, let me just it. say this. Beginning a storm front, the only money he makes off of any of that is from the retainer from Monica and working for Murphy, right? Yes. Both of which, I mean, maybe from uh, Monica, he got a little bit more money there, right? But from Murphy, it was only so much as his standard rate repl- applies, yeah. which is whatever, 50 right? 50 bucks an hour or whatever. All he got paid in pol- full moon was that dinner at McEnhall from Kim <laughs> Delaney. Right. Because Murphy couldn't hire him because the stink. IA was investigating her. The FBI yeah. didn't pay him. They were just setting him up. The Alpha Wolves didn't pay him. The Street Wolves didn't pay him. Uh, Marcantara <laughs> didn't pay him. Marcone didn't pay him. Although all he made all, in Full Moon was a steak sandwich at the beginning Tara of the book. Although Tara got naked for him a lot. He didn't so. sleep with her. He slept with Susan. He didn't sleep with her. No, that's fine. But she didn't, you know, that could have been a form of, because she did get naked a lot in that book. For He got he got okay. a leather jacket. I will say after the fact, though, once cleared, Murphy might have been able to pass him a few bucks afterwards. But Maybe. point but being, point exactly, being, is, is that like, yeah, basically at the time on the books was yeah like you say a steak dinner so steak even dinner. if we're looking at this like to have gone roughly an entire year only making some shitty money and then you yeah yeah suddenly have like 
let's put like a sixty thousand dollar. I'm gonna say he knows right too because like, he's like it was worth well a lot, right? So again, Harry might not he know, must but you understand that this he, is good. Yeah, right. He has an idea. This is several thousand to million. You know what I mean? I'm like. But still, my point is, is that it's very funny that Harry just in this moment, random guy in the middle of the woods, short Bigfoot, pretty cool, but he's just like, all right, you That's and me good. good. Yeah, I don't need anything more from you. Yeah. Like, you but don't I know mean, this guy. But that is, no, you don't, but that, again, speaks more to Harry, right? Which Harry is my is point. More. That's Harry. He decides in the moment whether or not you're going to be his best friend or not. Well, okay, but even still, even initially meeting Marcone, he knew who Marcone was, and Marcone is like, oh, what's your standard rate? And he's like, 50 bucks an hour plus expenses. And he's like, oh, so like a full day or whatever it was would be like 1400 and Harry's like 1250 or whatever. Like, yeah, you know true, what I mean? True, like, true. Harry is honest that way, and Harry's like, I don't want to be, you know, I mean, more so maybe even in Marcone's case, because he's like... <laughs> don't piss off the gangster. Don't piss off the gangster, <laughs> but no, but I'm not going to be indebted to you for anything. You I'll know also what I mean? throw like, out... Well, I overpaid you. You owe me two extra hours, But as far as supernatural legends go, Bigfoot is very neutral. Like, there's no bad stories of Bigfoot. Like, like it's not like, oh, little children are disappearing from their beds all every night, and that's how parents <laughs> scare their kids. Like, Bigfoot has pretty much always just been, like, kind of like the Loch Ness Monster. Like, hey, look, something big just walked through the woods. His financial advisor? <laughs> yeah, like, we just want to see him. Like, we yeah. don't have, like, he's not, like, stealing children out of beds. He's not, like, oh, like, yeah. people disappear in the woods, I and we never see him again, I, and well, it's all I blamed on Bigfoot. there are some of that, but much less. Yeah, it's, he's not quite the big it's huge It's much more though, just like a other... cryptid. Like we just yeah. want to see it. We just want to see the Nessie. It's not like she's like we've got tails that she's like terrorizing our boats and ships and yeah. fishing. It's just like it's we just want to big see mystery him. around. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, this, the 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 big guy. Yeah. yeah, but anyways, yeah, I thought that was a yeah. whole big. I'm like Harry, you should have been. And again, living as frugally as you do. That's another thing. Like, how much are these magic things that he's buying? Because, like, for him to have gone through that much money in such a short well, amount of time. Well, some of it, too. Because, I mean, he, again, again. Yes, I'm sure he owes a lot of money to Mike at this point. I'm sure that was at <laughs> Mike least the mechanic. 10. <laughs> at the very least, he gave 10K <laughs> on the Beatle. Finally. Finally. Right. He just paid up right. his full debt. But this is the thing. And especially since <laughs> Harry is part of this, like, he himself is obviously not best friends with everybody on the council. But he's a part of the council. He's aware of the council. He was raised after a point within the council. Like, again, you've already said that wizards have a long life. I'm like, somebody there knows where to invest this shit, man. <laughs> somebody knows what kind of, like, a savings account to put this in. I was going to say, the or... wizards, the white council is just like, first of all, everybody, gold. Yeah, gold has right. always like, been good for us. Like, they, exactly, right? Roman like, times, they've got to have a hell of a financial advisory department or something there. Like, right. take yeah, your nugget. And, and again, you might not be living large, but Harry, you could have. It seems to me like you didn't have to live quite so frugally as you have over the next few years. Yeah, there's like, another part. You have to scrape by as much as you There's done. another part, too, where it's, like, definitely, like, Harry, just part of it is that he likes his basement. He likes his yeah. car. He likes that. He doesn't need to move anywhere else. And that's fair. But this whole, like, I haven't eaten in months is, like, you have money, clearly. Exactly. Bigfoot just gave you <laughs> a bajillion. Exactly. Like, almost, like, again, Harry would never do this because he's a good guy, but there's almost a point where I'd be like, fuck, I'm gonna start bullying this Bigfoot kid. I need another job. Like, <laughs> 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 other options, man. Like. <laughs> hey, Rev. You know how I originally said I didn't need the second half of that payment? Even yet, retroactively, maybe. If you, you know, because it's, it's, it's pretty clearly stated here that, like, Bigfoot people just have access to gold. They just know where to get it, and it's super easy for them. They're just, whatever, yeah, there's, like, a... Or have like their a, own little stockpile or whatnot. To the yeah. point where it's, like, yeah, they're just, like... This is nothing to him. There's this nothing made, change. yeah, right? <laughs> He's, like, to, smog to and big, has a collection. <laughs> to Bigfoot, totally. this is, like, 500 bucks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, like, like, more than reasonable to pay someone yeah. to look into. It's, like, I'm like absolutely I don't need these shiny nothing. bubbles. 
Yeah, <laughs> he's like, my entire house is made of gold. <laughs> so you the, think it'd be easier to find him then. <laughs> so the point is, is that, like, it's especially funny, too. Like, Harry could have been like, I'm sure you'll need me for something in the future, man. Like, can I, do you mind? Like, I need to borrow a little something, something. And I get they're not friends, friends. But at the same time, I'm like, Harry, if you are on good terms with someone and you're not eating for weeks. I'm like, I feel like you could have been like, you need any jobs done, buddy? Be like, yo, dude, you want to <laughs> drop like some rabbits or fish off at my door? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That'd go a long way. I can't give you a sign, Miss- but... <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of interesting, that whole thing, too, because I think, but just, I mean, yeah, and that whole, which is kind of funny where Vic was like, are you done? Like, I was like, I don't know what he thought. I'm like, again, it could just be average politeness, uh, what everybody's like. When you've been squatting there a while, like, are you good, dude? Are you all done? Like, I didn't want to interrupt. Oh, but... oh I never took it that <laughs> yeah, way. That's funny. It's like, I'm, I'm guessing not. I think Bigfoot seems a little more classy than that. But at the same time, right, it's just like, are you done over there? Like, we got things. <laughs> Um, but yeah, but then he's like, uh, dude, like, you're fired. And Harry's like, oh yeah, shit, I don't know if we've really, I think, as far as this now being the first time we get to yeah, it. Yeah, I think this is t- like the first time I think there's sort of an emphasis put on the whole hospitality mm-hmm. and the, the host and guest kind of a thing. And again, in the natural order of the original books as they were written, that, you know, comes up in other places, mm-hmm. but... But yeah, I just thought again that whole, he's like, uh, right. And then like literally like runs back out to the car. Which I was like, again, a couple miles is not that far. But again, right, like 4K, like 8K, you just went and ran to get like a couple cans of Coke and half a can of Pringles. It helps to emphasize just how, uh, first of all, important important supernatural hospitality rules are. And how much he didn't realize this was going to be a supernatural thing. Like, that he really he, was yeah. expecting just to meet with some Joe random creepy wood. guy in the woods. Yeah. Which exactly. really, like, Bigfoot is the absolute best case scenario for anything that could have done in this woods. But, like, again, you're expecting Joe Blow in the middle of the woods? Like, what kind of job did you think well, this was going to yeah. be? Like, <laughs> I almost feel like Harry was going to meet up with a guy and then decide, like, I'm just going to kill this guy and leave him in the woods. Like, <laughs> this job is insane, well, and this guy should not be allowed to be back on problem. Yeah, but, but it yeah. almost seems like Harry was like, I'm going to go meet with a weirdo in the woods, I, and I'm going to kill him there. I know. It's <laughs> like, just, if he's that far gone, we're just going to pretend this never happened. Yeah. yeah. So but anyway, so, yeah, so this is when Bigfoot says. He's like, listen, there's a problem with my son. Thank like, you. Thanks for the Coke. Thanks for the Pringles. Go help my son. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I don't really know. He's like, his mother can tell you more. And he's like, oh, shit. He's like, yeah. He's yeah. like, yeah, no, no, she's not here. <laughs> he's like, she's in Chicago. This is Bigfoot. Like, holy. Not to mention baby Bigfoot, because you already asked him to his son. Yeah, but right. yeah. And then he's like, no, she lives in Chicago. He's like, kid, chick, what? <laughs> he's like, yeah, she's human. Oh, Who was Scion. Yes, because which was- okay, I actually do want to talk about the Scion thing too, real quick, because this is honestly the best part about supernatural books is that it's like humans are so freaking vain. Because it's like if you believe in the okay, if you believe in the supernatural as a, like a regular human being, us in this room, if you believe in the supernatural, things are obsessed with humans. Like things thinks that humans are so cute because like monsters always want to sleep with humans, and like gods always want to sleep with humans, and like supernatural things just always want to sleep with humans like there's all these half-breed children running around everywhere like half monster half god half this half that Mm -hmm. right but if you don't believe in the supernatural at all we write about ourselves like oh gods always just want to sleep with us all the time we've got half (laughs) demi children everywhere monsters just always they're obsessed with us they always want to sleep with us like vampires monsters bigfoots like we just write so much content about like everything wanting to sleep with humans we're so vain about it okay well there's a couple of takes you could have on this so there's First of all, the fact that the humans won out and are the most prevalent species, 
So again, right? Like apparently there's not as many <laughs> Bigfoot still, running straight around. Straight up gods. <laughs> like But there was a lot I mean if you go back to Greek mythology, yeah, there was a whole big thing about them like creating the mortals and doing and the whole and passing yeah. on. And their- if you believe in the gods, it's because that you we put it on the gods but if you don't believe in gods then we're just giving it to ourselves like <laughs> okay but then so my flip side to that would just be like okay but we're obsessed with the supernatural like uh-huh. again even if we don't believe in it we love our stories about yeah. where right so i'm like again as much as we want to fall in love with a vampire or have cute little werewolf babies doesn't it make sense that the werewolves would be just as obsessed with us and be like i want to make cute little human babies like that's why i'm thinking if it's like straight up real like if there really are monsters running around i'd be like no way get away from me It just depends. Or there's some on really who's... bored people out there. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, okay. Which you is know why what? Someone... There's a lot stranger fetishes out there, I suppose, when you get right down to it. Then not Mo- judging. Then monster funking. <laughs> funking. <laughs> Delete that. <laughs> then this monster is, fucking. The <laughs> That's a pretty popular one. <laughs> I don't know. There are necrophiliacs out there. Uh, I, you know, vampire. Uh, <laughs> well, this is the whole right. There's all yeah. kinds of so. I don't know, but yes, yeah. I think it's pretty safe to say, though, that as a population, that, yeah, humans are pretty vain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's... So Dresden meets up with Dr. Helena Pounder, a very tall woman of 6'4", and a quite strong appearing... Strong stature. Strong stature. Mm. And I have to say, even the first time I read this, I remember thinking, and I think it's largely due to the name, Helena Pounder, but it almost instantly, and then, like, the description of her, like pretty much instantly brought to mind Paula Poundstone for me. Which, actually, I always thought she was, like, really tall. I always thought she was, like, six foot. Apparently, she's only, like, 5'8", so she's not quite as statuesque as I thought. But she was, like, a comedian, like, more popular, more prevalent, like, in around, like, the late 80s through the 90s and stuff like that. I remember her popping up on a few different shows and things and whatever. I don't remember where I know her from specifically, but she was, like, a stand-up comic and stuff. But that's just often who I, I get a rather, not not exactly, but I get a very sort of, likeness yeah. to her or whatever I, and I was thinking of you know like a an, a female Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> bodybuilder Dr. Helena Pounder <laughs> she pump up the iron she has those nice soft hands it's oh, just yes. from the tools that's slightly callous <laughs> which could be from pumping all that iron I guess you think you'd have more though from weights are like bigger and heavier than just but anyways I digress yeah. for once um so yeah. Harry's super rude. It's just like, so, uh, baby Bigfoot, how'd that come about? <laughs> How do you meet a Bigfoot, right? <laughs> yeah. And I gotta say, like, River's pretty well-traveled here. So she's they met in Ontario. Hey, hey, Canada, shout out. Um, and totally believable that she would have got caught out in major storms, like, early in the morning. I thought she has to be really far north, though, because Ontario is pretty, po- the southern part of Ontario is pretty populated. And to be well, yeah. yeah, but there's, there's again, there's this is Canada. Woods. There's still a lot of wooded, and especially on the edges of all our lakes and things area. like that, right? Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, she doesn't specify exactly, but but, but even still, River Shoulder gets around. Yeah, because obviously she she's in. Wisconsin. Yeah, he found her in Ontario. Yeah, now he's hanging out in Wisconsin. She's from Chicago. Chicago, so. Like, get, it would make sense why he might move down to Wisconsin to be closer to her. I guess. It's like as close maybe. as he could get, so you know? So was he, like, mm-hmm. originally a Canadian native, or does he just hover around the border, like, Ontario, and it's like, I don't know, right? But he's, he's, <laughs> he's been around a bit. Bigfoot goes places, so kudos. I like that. I'm all about that. Yep. 
Um, and then, yeah, she gets a little bit, <laughs> which, okay, this does not make a lot of, uh, it was like the way he asks it. So she's like, yeah, we met, I was stranded, I was gonna die, nobody even knew I was still out there. All of a sudden he's leaving fish and rabbits, I survive, I peek, I meet him, we talk, bada Baby. bing, bada boom. <laughs> so that's all well and fine. Um, and then he's like, so you're not married or whatever, and she's like, what is that? And I get, yeah. like, her. She's like, what difference does it make? His answer, like, I sort of get where he's coming from. Like, I think I sort of get the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The gist of whatever. How it affects he, how he, he has, sees things on it's his... Just, it's, yeah. it's, it's awkward. Like, yeah, it comes a I little don't bit like, out of nowhere. Like, if there'd been another sentence or two in there, it would have made it a little bit more clear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, he's very much, he's like, well, listen, like, I don't take orders from you. I take orders from the person who's paying from me. But she didn't make any orders of him. Well, exactly, right? He's like, he paid me, you didn't. It might have an effect on my decision process. And she's like, all right, honest enough, aren't you? No, but our situation works. And he's like, good for you. I'm like, I just don't like how that interaction comes. Like I say, I think he's looking it's to awkward. be like, exactly. It's, it's like, you guys aren't fighting. It's not like you ditched him or he ditched you. Or like, I get sort of like, like, sort of, I think what the underlying that maybe you're going for, but I just. Yeah, it just wasn't made clear enough. Harry, yeah. yeah, I just, I don't like the wording. I don't Again, like the like just an extra sentence like or two could have made it more smooth. But yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, because Harry is like that. Sometimes Harry does exactly want to know the whys and wheres and how tos mm -hmm. and things like that. He doesn't, you know, like you say, Marcone's business is very much like, you pay me, I do this. I don't give a shit what your reasonings are. And Harry's like, you pay me to do this. I don't want to do that. I'm not going to work, right? So I'm like, he does sometimes want to know more the moral reasons or the personal reasons or whatever. But yeah, I just, I found this just awkward. Just the phrase that he chose to, how yeah. Butcher put it, I was just like, that does not seem like the right it's a way. a little bit more attacking than like investigative, you know? Yeah, it just doesn't seem to flow right. It's yeah. just, yeah, I just didn't really like that little exchange. I'm like, yeah, like he's a so much better way, but then he's like, yeah, okay, good for you. Tell me about your yeah, like, yeah. You know, because it's all like, yeah, he's like, I'm not here to judge, but I'm like, but you came off really judgy at yeah. first. Right. Um, and then she's like, Erwin, my angel. I'm like, And it's oh. even especially funny for me to say that, like, this came off of, like, him writing Grave Peril. Like, him rereading his book in Grave yeah. Peril to come back to write this, right? Yeah. And knowing the Grave Peril is uh, talking about marriage right off the bat. It's like... Yeah, I know, too. That little bit of irony. Look where you are right <laughs> now. In, like, a month, you're going to be... <laughs> right. Six months. Six months out. I know. Yeah, but, yeah, but that's just so she introduces Erwin, uh, and I'm like, yeah, okay, you're an archaeologist, son. <laughs> Like Irwin, I'm like, like this kid isn't already. So his mom's like six four, which let's face it, there's not a lot of men that are average. I mean, you know, NBA players, but you know what I mean. Like six four is pretty big, mm -hmm. and you made it with Bigfoot, who's like nine feet tall. So chances are your kid's gonna be, you know, even if he just takes after mom and gets up to like, you know, six four or something like that, and is not, you know, eight feet tall as long as he stays within the human spectrum. He's still going to be like, I have a friend who is six and a half feet tall, and he hit six foot, I think, by about 12. Oof. So, right? So six foot is still a decent size for most men. When you're still that young and you've already hit that height, it does set you apart from your peers and things like that, mm -hmm. right? So even if we're just looking at that, this kid's already going to be huge to start with. Your single mom, which is not as big a deal nowadays as it is and as was and whatever, but again, right, there's still people, right? I'm like, this kid is just already, right? And I'm like, and you name him Irwin? Irwin. Like, it's yeah. not the worst name in the world, but it's not exactly a really hip, cool name. Well, neither is like, her name. <laughs> well, okay, Helena Pounder, but Irwin Pounder. I'm like, you're just not helping this kid out. Like, 
you're lucky it's taken this long before he's got any serious bullying. <laughs> Damn. Like, you know what I mean? I like it, though. I like his name. It's cute, I but guess. It's extra it's... funny to me, though, that you've got, like, you know, nine and something Bigfoot and six and something Mama Bigfoot and whatever fucking Irwin is. But also Harry's standing there. Like, he's 6'8". <laughs> like, no, he's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like so, how yeah, he's, like, he's shorter like, than Bigfoot, but he's still yeah. taller than Mom. I like how he's just like, you fit in with these people. They're your, they're your <laughs> These size. are your yeah. people. These are your, yeah, yeah, these are your like, people. The first kind of people Harry's ever been able to, like, look in the eye and not dupe down six feet to talk to. <laughs> like, yeah. It'd be especially funny to have an episode with, like, Murph with them all. Because <laughs> she's just oh, like, this, like she'd be smaller than Erwin <laughs> running after them all. I was going to say, I think Erwin is smaller than her nine. <laughs> he's, like, 50% of Bigfoot. <laughs> all right. No kidding. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so then she's like, I think he's having problems, he's getting bullied. So this is, this is where we can make our Buffy reference for the episode, um, because a lot of what Buffy the TV series was all about was, um, monsters standing in for real life problems, right? So it was like, you know, when you're battling, you're, you're fitting in with your peers, it's like, you know, whatever, it's great, and like, like, the whole thing with her and Angel, right? It was like, oh, they finally sleep together, and then he, like, literally turns into a monster and try, you know, it's that whole metaphor for, you know, the guy in high school who's like, no, sweetie, I really, really love you, and you finally sleep with him, and then he's like, yeah, okay, babe, later, see ya. And you're like, whoa, what? And it, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, but I'm like, I kind of like, this is, feels like that motif here kind of a thing, right? It's like, you're getting bullied, but you're getting supernaturally bullied. So it's different, and it's bigger, and we could deal with it in a different way, but it's still relates to what we all have gone through or where we've all been or mm-hmm. whatever but I was gonna say I love his like cause yeah she's like I don't know like he's not telling me anything about it and he's like oh yeah and she's like what what do you mean oh and he's like oh yeah it's another kid right and she's like what how do you need I love this line he's like I have the advantage in as much I've actually been a grade school boy before so it's like you know it's like well she doesn't quite have the same experience because the female side of things are bullying can be different it can be whatever who knows what her normal childhood was or wasn't like right Bigfoot obviously was never right so it's like I love that Harry's in that like I fit in with you we all have the same but I definitely have a slightly different perspective because even dad doesn't have like dad's a boy I'm a boy Erwin's a boy but it's like you went to school but you're a girl he's a boy but he never went to school (laughs) but yeah I just I love that he's like I have the advantage over you guys in as much as I've actually been a grade school boy And a bullied one at that, which sounds and like. And a bullied one at that. And he's going to be a snitching, tattling pariah. And, but yeah, exactly. So I kind of like that Harry's like, yeah, yeah, I, I got where this is going. <laughs> well, I like that comment about the financial advisor. I blinked, wait, Bigfoot has a financial advisor? Who? Like Nessie? Don't, <laughs> don't be, be a, a child. child. <laughs> I know, I know. So yeah, so he's like, I don't know how I'm going to help you. And she's like, oh, don't worry. We've got you going in undercover as the janitor. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? But okay, but yeah, exactly. So he's like, wait, what? <laughs> but I do, I like, this is again, this is a nice little explanation for her and how this all fits in and how, you know, like Bigfoot was able to contact Harry and stuff like that, right? Like the native population helps, um, you know, us with, or the Bigfoot population with the everyday, you know, make a phone call, pass a message, whatever. And in return, we help them out with, which is kind of medicine and and education and fun. And I I love that. I'm like, so your financial advisor is to them, but River's financial advisor is a human, like, wait, which, or, although I guess we don't necessarily know, but anyways, it was just funny. 
But yeah, I love well, you know, there can there can be the like, knowledge you learn from living for forever and knowledge that you have by just having access to a computer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. But yeah, I love like the Loch Ness monster. Book smarts or wood smarts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I do. I do like all of that too. She's just like, don't be a jackass. Like, <laughs> well, it's Bigfoot. Everybody must be, a, you know. Yeah, <laughs> grow up, Harry. Grow up, Harry. It's a jackass. I love it. This concludes our episode seven point one into the woods. Thank you for listening. You can find us online at freeflowrambling.com and macanellies.ca. There we have links to our other podcasts, social media, and other fun tidbits. Please subscribe if you like what you're hearing, and please consider supporting us through Patreon to keep the magic alive and to see more content. We are Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. Bye.